Welcome to the very first episode of the Mindful Method podcast. I'm your host, Cassandra, and this is a brand new podcast designed to help you tap into your own unique blueprint around living a restful, easeful life. Yes, this is possible, even when it feels anything but, and each week, I'll be here to support you and show you how with straightforward, proven strategies that I myself have adopted in my own life, as well as lessons and aha moments I'm learning in real time. So let's get comfortable and just know that by hitting play, you've already begun the process towards creating the life you deserve. I'll see you on the inside. Welcome, my friend. This idea for a new podcast has been on my mind for quite some time, especially as I experience my very first pregnancy and priorities intensely begin to shift at rapid speed and through some serious soul searching alongside some natural unfolding and just listening to the signs coming through. I just knew it was time to begin something new, something that felt thoroughly aligned with both the things that I myself am radically passionate about and how my life has been unveiling itself to me. And I can't wait to share this journey with you. I wanted to create a short and sweet episode to mark the beginning of this new journey, to give you an inside look as to what it is that you can expect from the Mindful Method podcast. What it is, what's the point, what will I learn? All fair questions that I want to answer for you to the best of my ability while still just, you know, giving this podcast room to breathe and show itself to us as it grows. So to begin... This new podcast has what I've coined as the 3M cornerstones, mindfulness, minimalism, and motherhood. This is where the focus will lie within the show. Through short yet impactful episodes, I'll unveil my own learnings, helpful tips, personal stories, as well as research-backed strategies here with you. And by focusing on these three key cornerstones, my hope is that by sharing, you'll not only feel less alone, but you'll feel inspired to make any internal and at times external shifts that feel right for you and where you are in your own life. Mindfulness and minimalism, which we'll get into in a moment, are two of the most prominent cornerstones that I attribute to making the most change within my life that was once filled with radical grief, depression, and anxiety. It's also what I stay up reading about. (laughs) It's what I can't learn enough about and what I personally want to talk about until I'm blue in the face. So it feels only natural that I turn this passion into a project and share my discoveries and light bulb moments with you here. Now hear me when I say (laughs) it was a slow burn to finally integrate these two things into my life in a way that felt correct for me and in a way that felt sustainable And I'm so thankful to be in a place to share those experiences with you now in hopes that they uplift and inspire you to do whatever it is that you need to do to elevate and create ease within your own life. I also want to take a moment to say how important it is to know and recognize that all three of these cornerstones, mindfulness, minimalism, motherhood, they look so radically different for every single one of us. There is no one size fits all. There is no mold to squeeze yourself into. There is only information and shared experiences. And by taking what works for you and leaving the rest, you're creating the most intentional recipe for you that will sustain the vision that you have for your one unique life. And with the motherhood piece, this is exciting because it's brand new to me. 
I'm in uncharted territory and that feels exhilarating. I'm going to be learning and sharing alongside you in real time. And as of now, when this first episode airs, I am nine months pregnant and waiting for the arrival of our baby girl at the end of this month. And as the show continues, I'll be in the beautiful, unfamiliar trenches, (laughs) learning how to integrate mindfulness and minimalism into my long-awaited journey of becoming a part of the sacred motherhood tribe. So... You may not hear me talk about it as much at first, but I look forward to having something to talk about that's a brand new experience for me and just how I'm leaning into this new role and transformation and the things that I'm learning and absorbing in real time. So that right there is just a quick touch point on what you can expect from me here on the Mindful Method podcast. But before I leave you, I want to dig into the first two cornerstones a bit more, mindfulness and minimalism. I'm actually smiling ear to ear as I even say this because it's just proof that the things that are aligned and meant for us really do come full circle if we're just willing to pay attention. If you've been in touch with my journey for the last handful of years, we'll say, then you know that this is how it all started. My deep love and appreciation for mindfulness and minimalism back in the Calm Collective era which started back in 2010 and lovingly came to an end very recently. It was a hard, albeit special time in my life, but the Calm Collective ended up becoming much more about my relationship to grief more than anything. It ended up taking over as this identity that I was no longer feeling all that familiar with. And just as I've matured and evolved as we all do, I knew deep down that I needed a separation from my entire life revolving around pain and loss. I began to realize that I was slowly starting to disassociate from all of the mindfulness practices that I had created for myself and instead was living in this bubble that revolved around talking about loss after losing my dad to cancer in 2013, having gone through two back-to-back life-altering heartbreaks, my biggest rock bottom to date debilitating depression and anxiety. It was just, it was a lot. It was almost too much to hold. And so it became naturally that this is what I needed to express, what I needed to share and to talk about on a regular basis because it was all consuming. Now I have no regrets about this. It was the path that I needed to take to healing, but it quickly became who I was, not just something I was going through. And then I met and married my now husband, and 15 months later, we found out we were pregnant after a traumatic miscarriage and a daunting, invasive year of IVF in 2021 and 2022. And this also brought an onslaught of depression and anxiety, navigating fertility and living in such deep fear of another miscarriage. But this time, instead of dissociating from my toolkit, I leaned so heavily into my mindfulness practices that served me so well for so many years and began researching and reading up on other concepts and methods, took the same practice that also aided in some of my healings when I lost my dad. Minimalism and simplifying my life from the unessential was a huge catalyst for my healing. And all of this just felt like a gentle coming home, if you will. Coming home to a ritual Uh, a practice and a way of life that felt so natural and familiar, 
I may as well have been crossing the threshold of my childhood home. That's truly what it felt like. And it wasn't night and day. The healing still took time. But ultimately, I just began shedding those old layers of being identified by my grief and the things that had happened to me and started welcoming in this new version of self that felt like she could finally celebrate feeling good, safe, feeling content and at peace and at ease. It's like what they say, find what lights you up and what you can't stop talking about and focus on that. That is your passion. That's your message. And for me, I think at the root of it, that has always been mindfulness and minimalism. The two cornerstones of what set my life up for radical internal peace and well-being. And with our baby girl on her way so soon and the intentions, no expectations, there's a difference, but the intentions that I have around the kind of parent that I want to be for her and towards her, motherhood has joined as the third, but by no means not the least important cornerstone. And can I just tell you how good I feel, how just at ease I feel, how just balanced I feel. I really, really do. And as I started to welcome these cornerstones back into the forefront of my life, I began with the tangible, just going through my home and homing in on my tried and true decluttering and simplifying routines. It really is so gentle, my personal simplifying practice. And it's something that I implement often into my routine. It's, it's not this massive one weekend intensive of donating and organizing. It's truly become a lifestyle. And I can't wait to share how I've developed and adopted that into my life with you. And as a reminder, even though I just said it earlier, I'll continue to remind you here on the show that minimalism is not a one size fits all process. It's so radically unique to each and every one of us. And what might work for your friend just won't work for you. And I actually think that that's really beautiful. I think that's the point of being human. We all retain information and we all apply it differently to our lives. So as it relates to minimalism and this show, my ultimate goal is to always give you options to share multiple ways of going about a process, not just one way. And then alongside simplifying, mindfulness just gently began introducing itself back again into my days and without any real rigidity around it, meaning I didn't and don't force myself to live in this idealistic bubble of peace and tranquility and call it mindfulness. Being mindful is ultimately about learning to tap into your true authenticity and your desires. It's about listening to your insides and honoring what you need, not what you think you need, but what it is that you're actually seeking. Sometimes for me, that's a guided meditation. And sometimes it's Honestly, something as silly as doing laundry in the early morning alongside my coffee. Sometimes, sometimes it's movement first thing. And sometimes it's just sitting with my thoughts and letting them occur. Oftentimes it's journaling in the quiet corner of the house in the early mornings. Just anything that's coming up for me before I've even said my first word. And without overcomplicating anything, I just, I, I just listen. Whether I'm on a walk or settling into a nap, running errands, doing my journaling practice, or even just doing something around the house. If my mind and my body is telling me that something sounds good and soothing and right, I'll go inward and I'll listen. 
Same if something feels bad and icky and totally off. I'll observe and take a beat to assess and then I'll execute. And like clockwork, I'm always given a message when I allow myself to trust what it is that I'm wanting or needing. I'm always given something that I really needed to hear, needed to learn or integrate. Mindfulness is a word that we hear all the time. And it generally piggybacks on meditation. You honestly can't Google mindfulness without meditation following suit. But to me, and for the sake of being clear as to how this show will be produced, mindfulness isn't just about meditation. In fact, I think mindfulness is often too closely associated with it to the point where it can turn people off from being interested. I'm raising my hand here because they think, you know, meditation just isn't for me, so I'm out. And I fully support that. I fully believe that. I really don't think that meditation is the way for everyone, at least not in the traditional sense. So let's break it down for a moment because I think we can get confused by what the word mindfulness actually means. The actual definition of mindfulness is the quality or state of being conscious or aware of something. The quality or state of being conscious or aware of something. How broad, right? And I actually love that it's so broad because it applies to every single area of our lives. Not just a meditation practice, but how we show up for ourselves, how we parent our children, how we tend to our homes, how we spend our money, how we show up for our friends and our family, how we move through the world, how we speak to ourselves and how we speak to others, how we take in information and form new opinions how we sit with ourselves when things are good and how we tend to ourselves when things aren't going according to plan. It's taking things bit by bit, day by day, and doing the very best we can by ultimately just being present to what is. Not what we or what others think it should be, but by just sitting with what actually is without this incessant need to change it. What the definition doesn't say is that Mindfulness is the quality or state of being conscious or aware of doing the same thing every day or being deeply committed to your morning and evening routine or living like a monk or attending frequent yoga or silent retreats. We as humans put so much pressure on ourselves already, so much so that we alter the definition of a word meant to gently guide us through our lives and simply keep us awake to what's occurring and how it's making us feel, to what's working and what isn't, to what feels aligned and what doesn't, so that we feel awake enough and safe enough within ourselves to make desired changes and shifts to create a life of harmony and ease, even amidst the chaos, as it was intended. And there's no doubt that certain segments of the wellness industry has made the simple act of connecting with ourselves, this impossible ladder to climb. The expectations are high. The money you quote unquote need to invest to reach X enlightenment is through the roof. You need to attend this retreat or this one to actually be fully grounded and centered within yourself. You need to take this potion alongside this supplement and, and then, and then you'll reach your aha spiritual awakening. Now, I don't necessarily shame these things per se, but it isn't the only way. And if that isn't the path for you, you aren't left behind. You're actually in the right place. (laughs) 
that is the messaging behind this podcast that really lights me up. That's the reminder I want to leave you with every single day that your life can radically or gently, whatever it is you're calling in, change by making digestible and tangible adjustments that you can begin in real time without spending any money or subscribing to a way of life. And hey, I get it. I get it. My old intense type A ways would take over and assure my subconscious mind that if I wasn't doing my rituals and practices at the same time, every single day in the same way, like this person, I was ultimately failing. I was less than. That actually, maybe I wasn't mindful at all and that maybe my life would just always be in disarray if I couldn't commit to this unrealistic structure and routine that I had set for myself, if I couldn't make room for mistakes to creep through. Because if I wasn't doing things perfectly, then what was the point? But now, now I'm able to focus on my individuality, which for me means doing things in a way that work for me and honoring that each day might ebb and flow, that a big change might occur. And now my needs and desires might be different. And I'm now able to lead by example instead of just talking the talk. These days I fully walk the walk. I infuse my days with the wisdom that I've gathered over the years, all of the lessons that I've learned. And when I'm asked for advice, I speak it and then I take it on myself and ensure that I'm truly embodying what it is that I'm offering up. And by just living my life the way that I do, I'm able to support myself through anything that comes up. I'm able to support those closest to me by living out my values. And if you're listening to all of this and you're feeling unsure of where to start, first, just let me say that the episodes to come will absolutely guide you and act as a compass to avoid any sort of overwhelm. Feeling ready to change your life, even if it's in the smallest of ways, is still a lot to process. We end up saying, this is all too much. I don't even know where to begin, so I'll just look into it tomorrow. But with these soft and tangible episodes, my promise to you is that you will feel a little more sturdy, grounded, and capable than you might be giving yourself credit for in this moment. And if you're feeling up to it and you have the brain space, you can start right now by asking yourself these core questions and just seeing what comes up and releasing any and all judgment from your answers and instead just practicing the act of witnessing it and taking it in as valuable, helpful information. So you can ask yourself these questions. Where in your life do you feel stuck? If you could change one thing about your life with a snap of a finger, what would that be? Where in your life, emotionally or physically, do you feel overwhelmed? What do you actually desire outside of what the media or socials tells you you should desire? What is your ideal lifestyle? And what brings you ease? More internal conversations like this, sitting with these hard questions and making room to hear our honest answers, those default responses that come to our minds and then getting deeply curious with them, being awake to them. This is what it is to live an intentional, intentional mindful life. It isn't, it isn't wrapped up in this deep journaling or rigid meditation practice or yoga every day. It's so wildly individual to each and every one of us. Sometimes it's as easy as asking ourselves a hard question and just waiting for the answer to appear. 
So as we begin this new journey together here on the Mindful Method podcast, I would love to encourage you to find just what it means to you to live a life of intention, to target your pain points so that when you come to listen to these episodes, you feel open and energetically aligned with what you want to shift in order to live the life that you both desire and the life that you deserve. What would it feel like to slow down? What would it feel like to be fully awake to your life and to release the autopilot and to make conscious choices around what it is that you're doing day in and day out? And to really feel at home within your space and within your body, to feel at peace with how you show up to your days, how you show up to your family, your friends, even when you might not always be at your best. What would it feel like to be able to embody all of these things and not have it take grueling work, rather just some good old self-awareness and tangible digestible steps? It's my mission within this new podcast to help you find out. And I hope you're feeling just as excited about this new chapter, this new show as I am. And if you know someone who you think could also benefit from the Mindful Method podcast, please feel free to share either directly through the share link wherever you listen to your podcasts, or you can screenshot this episode and share it via Instagram and tag the Mindful Method pod so that I can repost your love. Also, as an aside, I also have a free newsletter that goes out somewhat weekly, so feel free to join in on that as well by signing up with the link in the show notes. Again, it's completely free to read, and it sheds a bit more behind-the-scenes light on what's going on in my life. Thank you so much for being here for the very first episode of the Mindful Method podcast, and I will see you back here next week.